Okay, I think I'm really ready to record now. Hey, 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 good evening. Let me see if we can get this thing working. Hold on. Yes, good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Michael Aaron Gossetis. Welcome to the experience. Welcome back for another episode. I know it's been a minute. I know it's been at least it's been at least since last year. Last year was last time I talked to you guys. Sorry. I mean, but at least it wasn't a year ago, right? <laughs> had to have been about within a month but it's great to be back with you all in the new year of 2021 um i think there's a lot of promise for the coming months ahead for us and i don't think i'm mistaken to say so actually so yes so i'm glad that everyone's been on got some things developing in the wings and also um there will be some other uh surprises and uh um, things extra on the podcast and uh i think for everyone to look out for if they're interested if not it'll always be here on the archive so you can check it out later on but if you haven't been make sure you check out uh, the websites uh right now we have the experience.wordpress.com and we also have the root of many returns.com which is my official website and then that is also the podcast website where you can support and follow so this way you're always up to date on when i'm doing a podcast because i can be regular but sometimes you know you just get a little bit of that constipation and uh, it's kind of like well it's not coming yet but it's on its way so um here i am again and Um, well, to be honest, like, um, topic of conversation I wanted to have today, like, I had to do a take or so already because, um, I think it's a very serious conversation. It's one I've kind of touched on before in the past, and that was in regards to, you know, the violent left, and I don't know, that was probably long about episode five or six when we had that going on here on the experience with Michael Aaron Gossetis. Um But yeah, um, because I had also touched on some of my personal experiences in the LGBT community, being a Trump supporter, and maybe while not looking conservative or acting conservative, definitely um, having those uh, political views, um, those intersocietal norms for myself, uh, to which I agree with because, yeah, same kind of moral and ethic code there. Can't help it. That's just the way it is, right? So along those lines, you know, you run into those people who don't agree with you and they just don't understand because they'd figure that you're a shoo-in to be in their political party because, you know, you are what they uh, envision someone that is on their side would be like if that were the circumstance. And gay, Latino, Hispanic male, well, <laughs> fresh out of the, uh, fresh escaped from the millennial status, right? Like fresh escaped, um, kind of hanging on towards the beginning or the end or however you want to consider it. Um, should definitely be voting Democrat, should definitely be picking Clinton, should definitely be picking Biden, and not because they know why, but because they're supposed to. And they know they're supposed to because they sit around in their circles after, you know, 
long, stressful nights of group activity, and they talk shop, and they tell people the way things should be, and uh, they blackmail, and they do other things like that, but hey, that's just part of the lifestyle, but why not shine a little bit of light on it? Because that is what happens. That is, uh, that is exactly why the brainwash of society is the way it is. It's why there's a daddy complex amongst the LGBTs. Because I think even lesbians have daddy complex, actually. <laughs> it's quite sad. But that just goes to show it doesn't matter what sex you are. It just matters what media you listen to. Because that's what's going to get you to do what they want you to do right now. They want you to want daddy. Well, I always said that I had a healthy relationship with my father. So I never had any daddy issues. I don't have a daddy complex. Although Trump can be my daddy. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, it's that, you know, kind of lingo, you know, like, uh, wow, gay, Hispanic, Latino is supporting Trump. Mm, what's that all about? Mm. Well, I mean, it's not that big a deal, you know, honestly. I mean, there's thousands of us out there who are LGBT and uh, who are for Trump and uh, who are, you know, gays for Trump or um, LGBT Trump or whatever it is that it might happen to be. But the organizations, the people, the spirit is there. Definitely the spirit of pride. But that does beg to question, why does it get so violent on the other side? Like, why do those who oppose conservative or right-leaning or center-leaning or just logic, why do those who oppose logic get so violent and irate? And what is it about the left-thinking complex that draws them in? Like, how is that a belief system? Is that someone who's enshrouded in some other type of vice and I'm talking deep, I'm talking like belief, I'm talking like spiritual, like are they drawn into something different, is there witchcraft, is there satanism, is there paganism, does that accompany it, because let me tell you, what I've seen in some of them, it very well could be just that, and vying for power through corrupt politicians and economic and, and societies that are like, uh, harmful to mankind and do nothing but take they destroy they cannot create and that's their one linchpin they cannot create and you see that calls into play exactly something that I had come across um, this uh, fabulous little uh, gay boy in I guess the United Kingdom his name is Giuseppe he's a model but you know on Instagram you kind of get to see into the lives of everyone at least what they wish to portray and undoubtedly a portfolio for himself um, you know he does a very artistic I would say very artistic and fashionable type of photography also very provocative and erotic type of photography as well but um, there are those hints in there where, you know, like uh, there's photographs of uh, he and a bunch of boys sitting around a pentagram, you know, and I think it says something like Happy Valentine's Day or, you know, on Christmas it shows like, you know, the picture of like, I don't know, Moloch or Baal or something like that. Um, and it says Merry Christmas and, and 
Just uh, things like that, you know, like uh, running around naked in a forest with antlers on. And trust me, the physique for the job. But um, that's that's kind of what I mean by like what these people get into. Like, um, I don't think it's prudish to say that individuals who practice uh, things such as Satanism, um, I wouldn't say necessarily paganism. What about devil worship, ball worship? Um, worship of the devil Moloch. Uh, I don't think that necessarily falls into pagan um, 100%, although there are pagans who uh, worship satanic deities. That in itself is a different story. But um, the story is so counter to what um, we feel would assist in the progress of humankind as a whole. Like, I don't understand why people would follow it, especially when we start getting to, you know, a sacrificial type of ritualistic uh, worship and stuff like that. Uh, it's not to say that young Giuseppe is someone who does the ritualistic murder and the ritualistic, you know, cannibalism, but um, definitely there's that element within the world, and based on what I would say from what I've seen, that's not like... That's not like they're putting on, you know, a set type of uh, photography there. That's not, that's, that's organic, that's natural, that's uh, in one's own home and environment. So, um, you know, it's just, it's an interesting thing. Um, the, some of the things that you see on uh, TV or in uh, movies or on the streaming channels, like you don't expect or believe it to be real. But um, it absolutely is something that uh, is, is just a normal thing like for anyone in their own Christian comfort belief or whatever it is that it is. But anyways, that's kind of where some of this topic was coming from. Aside from the fact of having met some individuals who uh, are very close to that type of lifestyle and are also strong in the LGBT community, but very much involved in either Satanism or Communism or Marxism, and definitely trying to bring down these United States of America. Anyway, so you see, that's the whole thing about the culture. Like, you have this whole culture of uh, boys who are uh, more effeminate due to whether it be their environment and chemicals or their place in life, or just that's just the way that they are. You know, I would, I would say chemicals have a lot to do with you know most of the male population seeking to get it up the butt. You know, um, but that's what they want, so you know that's what they get. You know, but that's that's not my problem. That's neither here nor there, but all I am simply saying is that you have this type of population. You combine it with a culture that uh, kind of uh, values shock and kind of values uh, rebellion and being that person. You know, like take the drag queen culture for existence, like even within the ranks of something like, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race, you have an ever-political message behind all of it, and you even have the personalities to back up the animosity, the anger, and the hatred that these organizations and these groups, like, uh, you know, uh, 
dwell in and 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 not only do they dwell in it but it seems like they they uh, incubate in it and that's what makes them uh that's what moves them is the hatred of the animosity and uh, they use that energy to propel them forward, propel themselves forward, and you see uh, individuals pushing for those ideas, and that is something that is locked up within why the gay, like, why do they have to be so vitriolic of all of the people out there who, you know, like, why do they have the vitriol of, like, a clansman, you know, like, why do they threaten, why do they, they say that they will hit, and some do. You know, that's why the title of this episode is, you know, uh, Angry Socialists, Deadly Communists, because uh, the ones who subscribe to the Lexus, the leftist and the Marxist and the communist type of ideas, those are the ones who are totally, um, they are totally willing to follow through um, on any type of supposed mission that they may have for the state. Uh, total devotion, totally devoted to this uh, unknown newspaperman from the early 1900s or 1800s. Um, so that's just something to think about, but it comes out in the, the gay culture. Uh, they're the ones that like to hit and pull hair and uh, resolve things with violence and the dramatic finality of death or an end. And uh, that's just the way it is for some reason. Why can't it be about love and tolerance like they say it is? And understanding. Well, I think they need to think first. Maybe stop being so territorial or insecure. Um, but then again, that is an issue of theirs. Something, something that uh, some would seek to project. But others just exhibit. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Something is haunting the town. Adam Longoria has gone missing, and his sister claims she's been seeing a bad man in the shadows. Jesse Bachman confronts a terror that is haunting the town of Suval, but will he be able to stop a pure evil that wants him dead? Get the chilling new novella by Michael Aaron Cassidis, author of The Distance to the End. A Trick of the Eyes, a stunning new work of horror that is keeping readers turning the page. Get A Trick of the Eyes anywhere books are sold, online or in stores, ask for it by name. A Trick of the Eyes by Michael Aaron Casares. And so we have this whole, uh, you know, thing, this whole thing going on. They're wondering what's going to happen on January 6th. We'll find out for sure. After all, we'll be there and uh, we'll see what's going to happen. And definitely, I plan on, uh, you know, kind of engaging in the pro-Trump spirit and getting to know some of those also in the movement, but also doing some... Uh, you know, reporting and stuff like that. So it should be fun. You'll want to live stream on Q&A Holes podcast for sure if you want to catch it out. But 
there's no doubt that there could be some kind of chance encounter with that side, whether it be BLM or Antifa or just gays against Trump, you know, they could very well show up and they get mean and nasty fast. The ones that can get away with it will get away with it. They'll always try, no matter what. There's always plausible deniability. But anyways, you know, I've run into some um, several times, in fact. They're very shy or kind of passive-aggressive about their beliefs. They don't want to just throw it on anyone, but the more of them that you get to know, the more you see there's a bigger core. Kind of makes you wonder if that's the way that things are run on that end. Yeah, probably some of y'all are wondering what I'm talking about, but I'm talking about the organizations, uh, regardless of who they belong to, the ones that are, you know, Marxist, or they are communist, um, people who praise Mao, people who praise Che Guevara, people who praise, you know, (laughs) Hugo Chavez, like, what is up with that? Or Stalin, you know, like, fans of the Bolsheviks. I don't know. It seems to me that throughout the ages that most of those types of people had connections to much darker things in the spiritual world, whether it was Satanism or Moloch worship or devil worship or witchcraft or paganism. There seems to be links to these people. They seem to be devoted to chaos and they seem to be, uh, they seem to be uh, married to the idea of chaos over everything. I personally do not agree with these things, but you cannot help what other people believe. It's not our business, but we must remain strong in our convictions then. But I've dealt with many people like this, the chaos theory people, the ones who believe that there is no such thing as karma. I've dealt with these people. It's a different kind of breed, that's for damn sure. But they're out there. If you can find them, or if they find you, I think it'd be interesting to know what kind of conversation that would be that you would have with them. I've had several interesting conversations. I think I could say, in all honesty, uh, they were remarked to be spiritual warfare on another plane, regardless of where our bodies were. For six or seven hours, we were fighting, vying love versus hate, fighting, fighting for creation versus destruction, for justice versus nothing. They're out there. They're the psychic vampires I talked about. I mentioned them. I've mentioned them before. They are psychic vampires. You gotta beware. They'll suck you right in. They do not care. Okay, let me get off that topic. Let me lighten up a little bit. But oh my goodness, I've 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 been in the room with on separate occasions several different communists 
or Marxist leftists from different points within the LGBT community. And I would have to say at least more than a handful of those times I felt endangered. Uh, I felt I felt that I felt that my life could be in danger. And with a few of those people, I felt like I could easily perish and they wouldn't flinch. They would just do it because they were supposed to. That is strong. That's the kind of conviction I felt in some of these people and that's in the gay community. So I don't understand why the hatred. Why is there such hatred? How can, how can that exist? Someone did a really good PR job for the gay community whenever they said we were about peace, love, and tolerance. When we were wanting what we couldn't get and now that we've got it. Hmm. They have to take it to uh, another step. Elitism is what it sounds like. Wanting to be that elite. What do you have to do to be elite? Do you have to sacrifice your firstborn child? Do you have to kill your mom in a car accident? What do you have to do to be where you are? Well, questions. Some of them are nowhere. Some of them are absolutely nowhere. But they're still working and doing their job. So it's important that we press forward with love in our hearts. It's very important that we press forward with faith inside. And so we will go. There are many instances I think that I've seen, whether it was through like Fleckus or through like Millie Weaver or even um, you know, the gun girl, um, that they've had really good conversation uh, with those on the other side where they've been able to talk to uh, Trump haters and pe- people that don't like President Trump or conservatives or who are drawn into that whole idea. And they're beautiful, beautiful examples of reconciliation of this human spirit. They're beautiful examples of reconciliation of the human spirit. But what are we going to do? We'll see what happens. I, I predict a very peaceful outcome, but you never know. And I, I think about it in saying that you never know. I don't even feel as if there were a possibility that something negative could happen. So that's a good sign. You know, it's kind of like in past years when the election was thrown. You kind of just, you know, you kind of just accepted it and gave up inside. And you conceded. Like you could feel it in your heart. But this time, I don't get that feeling. I don't get that concession inside when I think, oh, it's not never going to happen. I don't think it's never going to happen. I think, I think it is going to happen. I think it is going to happen. I think everyone is just, everyone's slowed their breathing Everyone is in a rush and everyone is kind of like, they've gasped, but like, not, not a startled gasp. Like, a gasp of preparation. Like, they're gonna hold in that air just to see, just to see if it's gonna be there in the next breath. Cause it's that close, we're that close. So I would wish to my uh, 
angered LGBT brethren, please, you know, don't think, don't think out of spite or hate or anger about your counterparts. And also, don't think that you can get away with it if you do what you do. Justice will always prevail, even within your bubble of chaos and you know, lack of structure in your luck bubble is what it is. It's a luck bubble. And your little luck bubble of chaos, just know the universal laws will penetrate it eventually. So release the anger in your heart. Open your eyes. Open your eyes and remember. You will see and we will see. But until then, I'll be around. Y'all have a great one. And don't forget, we love you.